Hi, this is Gary Rogowski. Welcome to Splinters. Thank you for joining me. It's been a little bit of time since we last spoke. Uh, my apologies. I've been, I've been busy with some stuff, working through some stuff. Anyway, read a note from a friend about uh, a story I put in a newsletter once, but had never podcasted, so I thought I'd share it with you. Settle back. Enjoy. It's called Bird Brain. It was during the first hailstorm of the COVID virus pandemic when conflicting information hit us every day about what to watch for, what to avoid, what would certainly kill you, and what would keep you safe. Sometimes it all came from the same source in a different hour. Which in the end, for me at least, didn't make me feel safer or more informed, as some of my mates averred. The more information I received, the less secure I felt. So I ditched most of it and lit out for a refuge out in the country. The hailstones were smaller out there, it felt. Anyways, I was up in my converted garage, living life large, mostly because my day consisted of getting up early, watching the sunrise over some canyon land and observing the birds out my window, feeding on the seed I had thrown out there. Bird watching is much better than Netflix. My latest count has 30 or 40 different birds coming by to say hi, from the skittish two-foot-tall wild turkey, Meliagris galapavo, to the tiny teacup-sized, bold, and aggressive rufous hummingbird, Tuffius motherfuggos. There are recurring characters, too, in late March and April. It was 20 or 30 juncos assaulting the ground for food. What a chatter this group of conventioneers put up. It was like they got drunk seeing the buffet of seeds on the ground and couldn't get there fast enough to fill up their plates at the table. You would see juncos carrying off huge chunks of dinner and still stop to put a piece of that cake on their plate and then go over and pour on some of that flowing chocolate sauce from the buffet fountain. Oh, no, wait. That was a different convention I'd been at. But you get the idea. It was chow time for these boys and girls. And yet I would still see bullies fly up and chase somebody else off a plot of ground like they had nothing better to do. Territory fighting, just because they like to do it. Mostly male bullies. Figure that. But there were also poignant love stories. It's spring now, and I watched the wrens screwing today. Much better than Netflix, like I said. They had come back and moved into the birdhouse up in the pine tree, just in view of my window. Tough little house wrens with a tail stuck almost straight up. Tiny little brown things, until I saw them next to the bulk of a hummingbird and realized that while there are no sumo wrestlers in the bird world, they ain't small either. And fearless, I would find them once they returned, flying everywhere around me, flying under the shop crawl space, under my truck, under the unfinished porch, twistling at me while I walked to and from the shop. Not at all shy about talking straight at me. Now, a quick glance at their beaks, which are short, stabby ones, alerts you at once to the notion that these are meat eaters, or in the bird-insect world, grub or larvae eaters. Anyways, they have a sword on their mouth to attack and eat things. Not vegetarians, these tough little guys. Let's just put it that way. But I am remiss. Let me describe why I had these birds. I had advertised for them. It's fairly simple. You need an area that is easy to see and get to, where predators like cats can't hide, and you need one secret ingredient. Put out water. Birds love themselves some water. 
This is actually where a lot of the action goes on, is at the baths. The Romans got nothing on power grabs at the baths compared to the birds. Who knew that the robin, ooh, look, a robin, yeah, that kind of gushing, silly, anthropomorphic response to this bully of the baths is just that. It's a bully, first class. I saw a little warbler or something, gray and yellow, but it moved too fast for my eyes to figure out what kind of tweeter it was. And this warbler couldn't take the big baths. There was too much water and too many robins and starlings and jays hogging it. So he was taking a bath in a tiny little cup of water held in one of the rock steps down from the cabin to the ground. A little tiny bit of water, but enough for him to wash off the dust of travel, maybe a few mites or something. He would dip his head in and shake it all about like he was doing the hokey pokey and just generally cleaning up. Good job of it he was doing. When what happens? A dang robin comes over to claim this pond as his own and scares off the gray and yellow birdie. Gone. Never saw him again. Now what's the ooh-la-la look-it's-a-robin-bastard-land-grabber going to do with the teacup lake? Nothing. In fact, he looked at it, scoffed once, and took off back for the big bowl of water I splashed into the rock baths. Just claiming territory was all he was doing. Reminds you of politicians. Or sports show guys. Always claiming, well, I thought of this before anybody else did. Yeah, right. My point is that the birds love the water, which come late spring gets a little harder to find in these parts. So there they were, splashing and crapping in the water. A grand time was had by all, especially me. But back to those lovebirds, the wrens, remember them? Not much to it, I must say. All that build up for me to issue that statement, but it's the truth of it. The two of them flew out of the ranch-style birdhouse, which perched 15 feet up a pine tree near the bathhouse. And she sat on a rock above he, and they were whistling and calling at each other from two feet away when she wiggled all her behind feathers in an obvious to him, come hither, message. And it wasn't a bird bath wiggle either. It was a jump up and fluff all my feathers, ain't I a pretty one kind of wing-wing to the billy bird. And he, Billy, below on the bush, could not contain himself much, and flew up in a jiff, above and behind her, and in two seconds was done. I exaggerate. It didn't take two seconds. That extra second makes, makes it sound languorous, like there was lots of moaning and rolling around on the satin sheets. Nah. It was a mutual connection. Slam, bam, thank you, Sam. Get off me, I got eggs to lay, or something like that. They were a couple, no doubt, but the time for flowers and candy was long over when it came down to the business of procreating. Got us a job to do here. After it was done, the female wren moved about a bit, fluffed up some more of her fine feathers, and then headed to the nest that they had been making for the past week to get back to work on it. Mr. Billy flew away cross-eyed, and I can only imagine this, but I think he flew away cross-eyed and sat there for a time on a rock near the baths, his Work was done. His usefulness over. He flew off then to find some meal to grab a smoke and look out at his kingly duties and kingdom before him. Insert Tom Petty song, Good to be King, in the background of your mind. Yep, his job of providing meals was just starting. So there was a lot of activity to be seen, but male display to attract the eye of the female is the subject of another note someday down the road. Let's just say that men know how to strut their stuff so the women can just turn up their noses and walk away. Oh, that poor wild turkey. But hey, put up a bird bath, throw out some seed. Better than television, if 
Very much the same, except for the swearing. Although, actually, I, I thought I heard a Blue Jay screech something the other day. Something about someone trying to steal his Betty. Well, that's for another time. Another bird story. Thank you for listening. It's always fun to record these little stories. And I appreciate you listening in, supporting me on coffee.com, and sending me your notes. It's snowing right now. <laughs> it was raining, but now it's snowing. It's springtime. Ain't it great? Anyways, take care of yourselves out there. Please check out our website, northwestwoodworking.com. I'll have a class. I'll have a class this spring, later this spring. Another build-along session. Our online mastery program is going great guns. Thank you again for listening. Take care. Adios.